I can't drive 55. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Here we are, episode 55. Those naysayers said we would never make it past three. What's your name? Oh, it's a nay. Oh, nobody said that. I'm just <laughs> trying to be dramatic. But yeah, it's the Cause I Have To podcast, episode 55. It's been a while since you and I, just you and I, connected, Jason Friday. What do you That's say right. we go over the past month and, and let's really dive into our lives? Kick it! It's all coming up. Welcome to the Cuz I Have To podcast, where living your dream is the only option. We're your hosts. I'm Julie Slater. And I'm Jason Friday. And we've been scouring the earth for people living their dharma so we can share their stories with you. And hopefully we help you find your dharma. Let's do it. Yeah, here we are. Uh, We had the last, you know, let's just do a little quick review. Since the last time you and I were on in episode 50... Uh, 51 oh my gosh. was Whalebone Winery. Had a great time with those two crazy cats. Oh, yeah. Uh, episode 52, Cat Corbett. That was actually really awesome. Uh, talking to one of my, um, what do you call that? We're in the same genre <laughs> boat. You're a doppelganger <laughs> of... <laughs> She's a bit of a doppelganger, career-wise. Yeah. Uh, we both sometimes have blonde hair and sometimes wear glasses. <laughs> and sometimes are radio DJs, sometimes voice artists. Right. And and then we also had our one-year anniversary. That was pretty cool, where we did a so nice crazy. review of the whole year of all the great guests that we had. And then last, uh, last week was Annie Redbird, our sanctuary siren and creative conduit. Birdies. So going on? Uh, I think, you know, before we move forward, we probably need to do an only crime, only crime, only crime update. (laughs) We were under siege again um, in our area in Los Angeles and this time on Halloween. Uh, We actually had helicopters, uh, multiple helicopters above for over an hour. And we had a criminal in, I believe, our backyard. And um, they even had cops were here with their guns drawn somewhere. It was very like it's just like on TV, kids. The cops were uh, they opened up their uh, car doors and they had their guns drawn and they were like hiding behind the door and then yelling (laughs) at the criminal that he needed to come out. Yeah. Or they were going to the send dog. The dog. Was gonna, yeah. the dog looked real sweet. Um, and then yeah. in the end, you know, those that's one of those things where you're like, I don't think they're ever going to get that guy. And then, oh, wow, all of a sudden, boom, he's being taken in an ambulance. And it looked like he had a, a little bit of an ankle injury, which i just going to make some guesses that maybe the dog got him. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, by the way, this was three hours later. Oh, yeah. yeah. It took hours and hours and hours. Helicopter was overhead for that long. I mean, we Uh, have uh, one of our neighbors, Bliss, lives alone. And I like literally called her. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Lock your doors because there's literally a criminal like right by your door. And he might try to come in. And she's like, thanks a lot. Yeah. I wonder. She's kind of just moved in here. And it's like, yeah, welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> welcome to our, Only Crime, Los Angeles. Our, our, our other, yeah, exactly. Is that the universe telling us we need to do a podcast about crime? Maybe. We'll call about. it Only Crime, Only Crime, Only Crime. <laughs> um, our other neighbors were outside and 
one of the girls was like, oh, what's happening? And the guy, the other guy was like, wait, 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 make sure you're behind the car in case bullets start flying. It's like, yeah, okay. This was the funny thing is, so so we were what? looking down on the neighbors and I go, I'm trying to say to her, the cops have their guns drawn, but the helicopters are so loud. And she yells up to me, hey, the cops have their guns drawn. And I'm like, yeah, get the hell into your apartment. What are you doing outside? <laughs> So crazy. <laughs> and a few of the other guys that are, uh, you know, the heroes of the neighborhood, they uh, <laughs> they were out Oh, my God. I wish we had a picture because at one point the cops made them go to lay on the ground in on yeah. the lawn. If yeah. we had a photo of that, I would have made oh, it into man. a Christmas card. Oh, my God. And then at one point oh, the neighbors should've. that had been outside had to stay outside because the cops said, hey, you can't go back in. So yeah. it was it was it was one of those things that really made me think about um, crime events, because once all the helicopters were gone and the cops were gone, that's when I felt the experience like I was my body hurt and it was exhausting. And I thought, gosh, someone who actually lives through a crime scene, that's a lot of mental, you know, because that that was. You know, I could just feel the energy from that. And we should have even, you know, I don't even know that we saged after that. We should have. Yeah. Yeah, we should have. Yeah, there was a lot of, it was wild. I mean, it was exciting, but. Not <laughs> exciting were... in a good way. I'm just going to tell you. No. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean I, I've seen and been through stuff like that before. So I don't know that yeah. I was as stunned, but it was funny. The neighbors it does there. make me want to live in the woods. I'm just saying. <laughs> And There's nothing about Los them. Angeles that's like, you should stay here. It's like, go, go, find go. your place in the woods. It's Run not going away. to get better here. Uh, anyway, uh, other than crime, um, I was, oh, we went to, we've been going to some shows. It's like, I almost want to call this post-pandemic, but I guess it's still happening. Uh, we still saw Phoebe, We saw Phoebe Bridgers at the Greek Theater. Two nights in a row, I got to wear my skeleton onesie because her whole band wears a skeleton outfit all, not yeah. just for Halloween, uh, all year round. And um, it was really refreshing to get back to the Greek and... It's kind of wild. You know, we've all been going through the pandemic and there are things that you don't even realize. Just being at the Greek theater, I was like, oh, wow. Like, we didn't get to do this for a year and a half, almost two years. Oh, it, well, it was two years because the last time we were there was 2019. The last day it shut down, which I think was Tom York. And oh. that was literally yeah, at the end of 2019. Yeah. It's kind of sad. And we had um, Meg Robb, solo traveler, came back to see us. She stayed here for a week. Yeah, it was good times. We were probably, which was odd, some of the top 2% oldest people at the Phoebe show. But Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was so weird. I, I was, it was confusing. At least night two. Well, she's was only like in her that. 20s, right? She's got a young yeah, but, crowd. I mean, yeah. And I guess maybe just over the past couple years of her... <laughs> like through the pandemic, she's exploded. She is huge now. Yeah. So wild. it was wild for her because she had an album that was coming out right as the pandemic hit. So she had to pause all that. But I have a feeling yeah. it probably worked out for her. So then people could just listen to the album. She got to take a personal break. Yeah. And then now that she goes on tour, the album isn't new to anybody because they've had it for a year. So everyone's singing. I mean, it's definitely a show where everyone is singing. I was kind of wondering if it was going to annoy me that everyone was singing every song, but 
it wasn't too loud. It was it was sweet. Yeah, there were definitely certain parts where they were <laughs> a little louder than yeah than the band. <laughs> and then her, I mean, it was it was really cool. But yeah, I think you're right. The pandemic really did help that because everybody was home. Everybody was able to listen and. Obviously, whoever who hasn't heard this record, it's it is insane. It is amazing. Some yeah, of my brother's Punisher. friends got to be yeah. a part of it. Yeah, yeah, Punisher. It's a beauty. And we also saw Julian Baker at the Wiltern, which oh, I just reached my fifteenth year of living in Los Angeles. Ooh. You know what? Uh, New York took me eighteen years, and I was done. Uh, I think fifteen might be Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> New York, you win. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, we're we still here. We still, we still here. here. Yeah, we still. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last week I saw Thrice at the Palladium. That was fun. Oh right. They had a weird crowd too. I don't know what's happening with these crowds. It's it's just why was funny. the crowd weird for that? Uh, they, uh, <laughs> I've never seen such a universally looking crowd that was so opposite of one another it was just it was it was bizarre but everybody knew the words and we were all like hanging out and the pit was crazy i wore my mask okay most people (laughs) huh oh yeah that was the one thing we noticed at so phoebe was outside so people didn't technically have to wear their mask the whole time but at julian baker everyone wore their mask inside they were very um respectful so you, at thrice people weren't wearing a mask, right? No, no. I Hardly. mean, or were they? Uh, yeah, so, uh, some of them. Were you the old man not. wearing the mask? It, thrice has an older crowd, right? Aren't they older? Been together a while. Well, that's why I'm saying this. This crowd was weird. It was just different. Yeah. It typically does, but also, you know, they maybe filled the room eighty percent, which is weird. They could usually yeah. in two seconds. I mean, I think some people out. are having a tough time. I have some friends that aren't ready to go to shows. Yeah, even and Kat I get Corbett, that. our recent guest, she's like, yeah. you know, she went to the Greek once. She's like, yeah, probably going to take some more time off. I don't need to yeah. be inside with all these people breathing on me. And that's somebody who was going to shows literally every night during yeah. the week, at least. So it's kind of been I mean, a strange forced break yeah. for a lot yeah. of people. Has it has? We it also has. got to. Um, so this was the first year that I dedicated myself to watching Dodger games, and I got to experience the heartbreak. Of losing during the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. And that was, and then, you know, okay, as, all right, this is for anyone listening who's not a big sports person. Maybe it's women, a lot of women listening. That, so you dedicate yourself all year long watching the games. Then you yeah. watch the playoffs. Okay, they don't make it. But then at the end of the season, and like half the players' contracts are up. And they might all leave the team. And here you've been like really <laughs> investing your emotions into each player. And I mean, yeah. some of the, as I brought up before, some of the trades happen in the middle of the season. That's insane. Yeah. How I are know. you supposed to stay devoted to a team when it's just like musical chairs? What it is. Like a band. Look how heartbroken we were when Band of Horses, when two of the members left, the original members. It's not, oh. I still love Ben Pridwell, but it's not the same band. So imagine no, a sports not. team. Yeah. <laughs> You if they get rid of DT3, <laughs> that's it. I'm not watching any more games. Bias, bias. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the thing, too, is that the Dodgers have such an all-star team. And they also, what it feels like, they have the most free agents out of any other team, which yeah, is which is scary. No, I know. And 
they extended Seegers and CT3s, like decision-making till the 16th, I think it was. I saw they point. brought on somebody from another team. That Did I they? saw on Twitter, yeah. Oh. I don't know who it was. Oh, a one-year okay. deal. You should know that. Oh, uh, I do know that. Um, I literally just saw it the other day. I know. Oh, gosh, who was it? I bet Spencer, who's listening, already knows. He's already shouted it out to you. Trying to help you with the answer. <laughs> I can't remember. You can't? All right. Yeah, it's... Okay, it well, take... um, I just thought we'd come on here and, you know, do a wrap-up of what's been happening in our lives. Um, I woke up this morning and decided that I'm committing to uh, better health, better eating, less drinking. And um, watch out, everybody. We're going to be looking pretty svelte pretty soon. <laughs> We're coming in hot. <laughs> We're coming in hot. Uh, also, in now... I think this is happening, but I believe next week I talk about my sensei, Jim Fortin. Um, I'm not, uh, I'm a little speechless as how this worked out, but I believe he will be on the podcast and I think it's happening. I don't want to get too excited because who knows, but next week, sensei Jim Fortin, who never does anybody's podcast, who doesn't do anything he doesn't want to do. Is going to be on the Cause I Have To podcast. That's right. And also, just to add a cherry on that, it's Hallmark season, everybody. Oh, right. Oh, my gosh. How you dare guys. you forget that? Every year around the holidays, it is a tradition with my family, and I've brought Jason in. Hallmark Christmas movies. Now, before you shun us, this year, <laughs> I would say the acting in the past years has been about a four. I'm talking eight, 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 nine. Like 10 almost. Like they've definitely put, they must have a bigger budget. They've gotten real actors to come in and real people writing. I mean, the plot lines are all kind of the same, but which is hilarious. But anyway, (laughs) it's just, it's great. It's much better. And I should probably be working for Hallmark. I'm going to look into it. Somehow I should get into Hallmark. I would love to be some part of the Hallmark Christmas. Maybe I should be doing voiceovers. I think you have to be Canadian, to be honest. Oh, they do hire. (laughs) You know, it's funny. It must be a lot like Canadian radio. They have to. Canadian radio has a very high percentage that has to be Canadian artists. I forget what it is. 60, 80, something crazy. I have a feeling watching all the Hallmark movies. It's always like filmed in Canada. A lot of Canadian actors. Oh, Canada. Yeah. So some Canadian voiceover artist is getting all the work. Maybe we move to Canada. Hey, don't you know there, eh? I heard Vancouver's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, of course, that's the west side of it. I thought you were talking about everywhere else that people think of when it comes to Canada. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Like Toronto or Quebec or Montreal or something. Now I'm thinking Or Winnipeg. Yeah, because well, people have been talking to me about Vancouver recently. Yeah, yeah. No, Vancouver. We we got to go. We uh, got to go. Well, while we plan our next move out of the country, um, thank you for listening. And this is another great podcast, 55 of the Because I Have To podcast. You know why? When living your dream <laughs> is the only option. That's why we're here. That's right. So, folks, if you take away anything from this... Love what you do, love everyone around you, and stay committed. And watch Hallmark movies. And love Hallmark movies. (laughs) (laughs) And love me. I love you. I love you. (laughs)
Thanks for listening to the Cause I Have To podcast. The best way you can help us is share the show. Tell people about it. Share it with your friends on your socials and also leave us a great iTunes review. Just Google Cause I Have To podcast iTunes. Go to the bottom of the page and there's your review section. Make it good, will ya? Find us on Instagram at Cause I Have To podcast and email us, especially if you know someone living their dharma and you think they'd be a great guest on the show. It's Cause I Have To podcast at Gmail. And oh, we do love those voice messages. You can leave us one at anchor.fm slash cause I have to keep living those dreams friends because you have to till next time